It's the Pistons Pod, presented by Uptime Energy Drink. Now here's your host, Matt Derry. Final week of the regular season, everybody. We welcome you into the podcast here at Pistons.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Indeed, brought to you by Uptime Energy Drink. It is Matt Dario with you. Pistons playing good basketball as of late. They've won three straight and are uh, home for two more this week. Dallas on Wednesday, Milwaukee on Friday. And then the team will travel to Philadelphia to wrap up its season. Coming up April the 10th this Sunday at the Sixers. My guest today here on the Pistons pod is first-year assistant coach Jerome Allen, who many fans remember from his days in the NBA as a player, was also an assistant with the Boston Celtics, and was the head coach at his alma mater of Penn for many years. Jerome, thanks for a few minutes. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. How you been, buddy? Awesome. No complaints. Team's playing well right now. You have to be uh, happy about that. Yeah, you, you, you would uh, like to think that you know, as the season progresses, um, there's a, a upward trajectory in terms of just you know the development and the buy-in and the chemistry. And I think I give Coach and all the guys the credit that that they're starting to resemble just that. Take me back to taking this position and moving on from the Celtics, and, and we'll talk about uh, kind of the entire season and the team in a second. But uh, you moving to Detroit to work with Dwayne Casey, how's that been? And has it been kind of what you imagined it would be? Well, you know, one, I'm, I'm extremely grateful for for the opportunity. Um, I was extremely grateful at the time, and and I tried to every day not lose sight of that that gratefulness in the, in the moment, right? You know, through you know victories and and defeat, just staying in the in the mind state of, of just you know being fortunate enough just to have an opportunity not only to to learn from coach, uh, but to have you know impact. So the combination of being able to learn and, and, and you know grow and have impact at the same time is something that you know I didn't take for granted. So uh, it's been an awesome season. Um, just obviously, we we all wish that we, we won a couple more games. But with that being said, just to to see where the guys are at at this stage in, in the season, you know, you can reference it and, and just say that you know as a staff, you know, we try to keep them engaged and, and made them commit to being forever in the state of becoming on on a daily basis. Jerome Allen is with me. You obviously came from Boston where it was the Brad Stevens show and you guys were in the playoffs every year and, and you had to make the adjustment to a, as we call it, a restore here. How has that been for you? Um, it's, it's different, but it's the same um, in the sense that, you know, you know, both Brad and, and Coach Casey really just you know, demanded the same things every day, right? You know, the execution of the details, right? Understanding the why. Um, being selfless, having a, a disposition of service, um, and just you know, moving on to the next play. Um, the only difference is you know we we had somewhat of a team in, in Boston that was together for a couple of years and um, you know, had experienced some success. You know, we, we were at three out of the last five Eastern Conference Finals, and just coming here and and, and uh, really trying to um, just get a um, guys to 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 commit to not so much being a professional but learning how to become a professional and, and working um, every day and not skipping steps or, or the details. It's just but at the end of the day, it's, it's pretty much the same thing from that standpoint. Is it more fun because it's a younger group and you can do more teaching or did you still feel like you were doing enough teaching 
in Boston, even though you had guys like Marcus Smart and Jason Tatum and even Kelly Olenek to an extent, who of course is here now. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like regardless of what years of service uh, those guys were in, it was still something that, that they could learn, um, um, knew about the game or improve on. And, and that was the, the beauty of that, that group. They they were um, just sponges, and they always wanted to, to learn. They wanted to be coached, and they wanted to improve. Um, it just so happened that you know they were a little bit further along than, than this current group that we have, or at least some of the players. Um, and so it was, you know, it was pretty much, you know, pretty much the same as just where you land at on your timeline um, that determined like what what you were what you want to graduate to, <clears throat> in, the, in the sense that uh, you know, I, I remember, you know, Jason Tatum just um, not sitting down in the stands, a chest in the drive when he first you know came in the league. Now, if you look at him. Where he's at in his career now, it was really no different from, you know, Kay Cunningham and learning how to chest to drive, you know, in his rookie season. So just not losing sight of, you know, where respective players are on, on their timeline. As, and from a comparison standpoint, kind of makes you not go crazy with, you know, when you do have a failure. You mentioned Cade, uh, certainly that's a draw for everybody fans, assistant coaches. Players would want to play for him. Coaches would want to coach with him. How much fun has this year been watching him grow? A, a lot of people ask me, you know, just about him. Only, you know, as a player, as a person, and what his commitment is like every day in terms of the work. Um, does he have a listening ear, right? What is his posture like um, towards his teammates? Is he a team guy? Um, just, you know, overall aesthetics that, that you know, the essence of Cade Cunningham carries, and I always say that he's an unbelievable person. First and foremost, um, I was talking to someone um, earlier today, and we were talking about the, the Indiana game um, last night, and and every time someone that was actually in the game playing did something positive, Cade was the first one up on the bench. And, Walking on the court and clapping, and and he's he's all about Pistons basketball, and you know he has that kind of ability to kind of connect the group, right, and light up the room. And so, you know, it takes a special kind of person to kind of want to carry that. And um, it's just been truly a pleasure, and, and and you know, it's it's been great to just kind of engage him in conversations around the game and asking him what what does he see. And, and trying to share information, right, that, that we know as coaches. Um, he's been a sponge, and so I'm excited to see um, how his career goes, but I think you know, we truly have a special one. Jerome, he's 20. It sounded like you were talking about a 40-year-old, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a lot more mature and, um, than his time would suggest. That he, you know, he's been on his earth, and I give you all the credit to how he's been raised and, and his parents, um, and the type of coaches that he's he's had around him. Um, and uh, sometimes I gotta actually catch myself and say, "Dang, he, he is only 20. Yeah. Every now and then, he'll tell you he's a grown man. Right? And I just like, man, I'm not trying to hear that. But <laughs> yeah, he's a, um, he's a truly special player. 
as someone that that, that uh, had success in college, which you did at, at Penn, and then played in the NBA, it's a different game now, right? And and general managers have to look at everything when selecting players. And it seems like this group shows up. They're they're at practice. They're at the games. They're they're cheering on each other. And the headaches that go on with some of these other teams, I guess. It seems like for for here and for Dwayne Casey and the staff, it's just a joy to be around all, all of these guys because they're they're wired the same way, correct? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, what's crazy is that we used to always say you can't underestimate how messed up the other locker room is, right? Um, you just never know um, until you're in an intimate setting on a daily basis with with a group of individuals. Like, what are the things that are going to pull at the fabric of? Uh, the things, the culture that you know we try to create. I can honestly say, though, that this group, um, the collection of them as human beings, has been about as solid as of a group you could ask for. You don't really have any guys that make you scratch your head, um, as from a human being standpoint. It's just all solid, solid guys, and it's not the company line, but it's just been. It's made going to work that much better because, uh, you know, you really have to deal with challenging personalities that, uh, you know, require you to really roll your sleeves up. Jerome, Jerome Allen with me, assistant coach under Dwayne Casey with the Pistons. Pistons with three more games to go here in the regular season, but they won three straight. You mentioned before about Cade not playing. You go on the road. I know the Pacers have, have taken their lumps this year too, but – you know, Carson Edwards, who you coach in Boston, shows up at like 3 in the afternoon, and he's knocking down shots, and you go on and win a game with, with so many guys out. What does that say about this team? I think it says a lot about, you know, Coach Casey and, and his commitment to keeping 15 guys ready to contrib- contribute. And that's not an easy thing to do um, by no means. to just kind of approach the preparation um, down the line as if anyone could kind of help us in any given scenario. How do you keep guys engaged when they may not necessarily play? I think that should have a unique skill that only the good ones have. And so um, the same things that were required of Killian Hayes last night were required of Carson Edwards within reason, right? And coach just tried to script it, you know, small enough to where that, he could let Carson play, you know, to his strengths. And so I think that says a lot about, you know, coach. And so um, you know, all the guys, Isaiah Livers, and, um just, you know, stepped up and, and made plays. And, and, you know, Sadiq got off to a high start. And, and everybody on the floor was trying to figure out how we could continue to use him to create advantages for, for the Pistons to score. And so... Um, yeah, I wasn't surprised. Um, I knew it was probably a lot thrown at Carson. Um, but like I said, to coach's credit, he kind of had the right package for a guy who never had a shoot around, never had a walkthrough, never had a practice. And, um, and just kind of kept it that way. You mentioned Killian Hayes before. Talk about the improvement that he's had. And, and, and obviously, again, another 20 year old. And, Look, you I mean you know you go on social media and you see people. A kid has a bad game. And everyone's jumping all over him, and um, yet you you see at least over the last few weeks he's taken the next step uh, step up, hasn't he? 
Yes, it's, it's been it's been great to see. Yeah, obviously, it's it's start um, here in Detroit the past year and a half is documented, right? I don't really have to regurgitate whether it be the box scores or, or, or some of the games. But to his credit, you know, he's just kept his head down and, and continues to work. And I don't know what human being in their right mind would would stay on social media um, and oh Jerome you know follow follow, <laughs> follow the, the the comments on on a daily basis you know I, I think we all take a peek but if you stay on there long enough you know they'll, they'll find something wrong with 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 anyone and it, you know such uh you know a distraction you know always say you know man I thank God that that I wasn't coming up in, in, in this era, era because um, I say that to try to really highlight um, the current players that we do have in terms of their, their resiliency right, and their focus, right, that uh, they don't allow um, other people's opinion to to really, you know, have such an impact on, on their production. And it's hard. It's hard, but I just... You know, I just try to give, you know, Killing as much praise and credit as he possibly can because it seems like he's he's just took it to another level. I just pray that he continues to he continue to grow. Jerome Allen with me, Pistons assistant coach. Uh, team's won uh, three straight here as the regular season is is wrapping up, and I, I love the insight you're giving here with Jerome and this team and. There's been a lot of different guys, you know. You look at the Motor City Crews and, and guys like Saban Lee and Luca Garza have had to come up and help you guys, and now they're playing in the playoffs. Uh, Troy Weaver, Rob Murphy, everybody in the front office. just seems like they're trying to stick with the plan, and there's a lot of player development going on. And um, Like you said before, maybe the wins aren't there, but how difficult is it, I guess, for a, in a long season to, to stay patient and stick with a plan? What's what's uh, what's really amazing is that no one really uh, likes to or wants to celebrate the pouring of the concrete, right? Right. So it's, it's a hard job, right? The mixing, the stirring, the water, right? The, you know, just, just cement, like just stirring it so that you can lay it. But the reality of it is, is that in order to get to where you want to go, you, know, you, you got to go through certain things. So I think, you know, the journey of it all kind of makes it that much more rewarding when you get to your destination, you know, because, you know, you put the work in, you know, you went through the, you know, the losing streaks, you know, you, you went through the battle and the injuries, right? You, you went through, you know, just the, the low scoring fourth quarters, you know, you went through the, the bouts with the turnovers, you know, you went through the missed shots, you missed, you went through the, the poor execution, right? You went through the missed kickouts and you went through all of these things to really try to get to uh, resembling what, what this city deserves and what we all want. And so I think it's, you know, if it's, if everyone's in alignment from an organization, you know, from the top down, that when, when you get to where we all desire to be, that's where, that's why people exhale. That's why you see tears of joy. That's why you see one individuals em- embrace one another, you know, so tight. Um, because 
you know, a lot was required to get there. And so, you know, just having, you know, whether it be guys come up in the G League or, um, or some of the younger guys go through the growing pains of it, of it all, I think it's, it's just all part of the process to, you know, to, to kind of, as we say, to kind of restore the Pistons. And, and that's kind of why, you know, I smile now. That's why we celebrate it before, before, before it happens. You celebrate it before it happens because, uh, you know, you just hold on to the faith and, and believe that if you work hard enough and you stay consistent and committed to executing the details, that you'll be rewarded. Jerome, what's gotten into uh, Sadiq Bay? Wow, is he on fire right now? Slow start to the season, but what do you think changed for him where that switch has been flipped and over the past few months uh, he has just been money from deep? He has, he has, you know, he was joking last night. Um, I'd say, you know, because, you know, I played in the Big Five in college and Sadiq, obviously, you know, going to Villanova, being a part of the Big Five in Philadelphia, I said, man, you know, you, you, you upset the Villanova loss. Uh, last night, you just wanted to take it out on Indiana. <laughs> um, and uh, he, he just chuckled. But, and like, to see how he's grown and matured and just, you know, the game has slowed down for him, even from the beginning of the year to now. I, I can't say that I'm surprised because he's probably, I would say arguably, probably the hardest worker on the team. And I'm not saying that because we have a bunch of guys that are slackers. This is just his commitment and effort every day. You know, at good games, bad games, he's in the gym and he's meticulously just working on his footwork and, and getting shots off and imagining how he's going to be defended and you almost like have to kick him out of his gym. And so now the rest of the world is just getting a chance to see the results of the work that he's put in. And you know, my prayer is that he continues to to just take his game and, um, to the next level. And we all have holes. Um, but to Steve's credit, he, he's embracing he's embraced what he what he needs to work work at and and continues to just try to improve uh, and next year or the rest of the season or the rest of this week it'll be one other thing he will want to add and he'll work at that till exhaustion and then after that he'll work on something else and that's just what I've I've seen him model um, this past season all right, final thing for you, Jerome. Uh, you and I go back a ways, uh, not knowing each other, but in 1992, as a freshman at Syracuse, we uh, we had the NCAA tournament come to the Carrier Dome, and my buddy Doug Spear is a freshman at UPenn, and boy, the draw comes out, and there it is. The Quakers and Fran Dunphy are coming to the Carrier Dome. So that meant you, Matt Maloney, Sean Trice, I believe. Yep. And a few others. Did you guys play UMass? Was that the game? Yeah, we played UMass and we lost in the Carrier Dome 54 to 50. Yes, low scoring affair. Yep, first round. I do remember. I do remember. That must have been how much fun was that for you? I mean, just just incredible, right? 
I mean, just <clears throat> every every year when you know it's NCAA tournament time, you, you know you you start to. Um, I've played a lot of basketball in my life. But anytime you can connect with someone that's either experiencing something, um, you know, you tend to be a little bit more engaged. Um, you know, you, that wonder kind of not so much that you desire to recapture, it, but it's just you, you can understand the excitement. And, you know, it's like talking about my first child the day he took his first steps, right? Sharing that story with someone who doesn't have children and they're looking at you like, why is this man, you know, telling me this boring story about this child's first steps? It's not until you share that with someone who's experienced it that, you know, that they, they get it, right? And it's kind of like the same thing, you know, just it's a bad example, right? But you know, just with the tournament, just, you know, watching it, you know, the young men and women, you know, the tears of joy and, and the tears of defeat and, you know, storming the court or just how, you know, in my day it was Billy Packer, right? <laughs> yeah. And James Brown on CBS. And, That's right. And I've got Jim Nance and Clark Kellogg and, you know, the additives with Charles Barkley and Kenny Smith and all the guys in, in the CBS studios. And so, it was a great time of year. I think the game tonight uh, should be an exciting one, but um, I still get upset anytime they talk about you know the UMass team. You know that year, I say the rest robbed us, but you know like anytime you lose, you play with <laughs> well, someone else. So. Hang on, I made a mistake. So nine, that was ninety three. Ninety two was my freshman year. Syracuse lost to UMass. We played them at the Worcester Centrum. And here's John Calipari waving the crowd, and we're like, wait a minute. This is a damn home game for, for, uh, for UMass. This isn't fair. Then the next year they play at the Dome, and you're right. You guys, they got a pretty good whistle. Again. You guys had a really good team. and uh, Man, that must have been so much fun for you. And obviously going back and being able to coach at, at Penn and now being an assistant in the NBA, you've done it all, my friend. Yeah, yeah, I, I have. I, Disney could not have written my script. And um, something that Again, it goes back to, and again, maybe because I'm a little older, a little bit more seasoned, but it just goes back to me just trying to stay in, stay in a state of gratefulness um, to be able to do some of the things that I've been able to do. Because um, the game of basketball is just, I never, I never dreamed that these things would happen. So um, it's um, been on an awesome run. Right? If I never get a, another chance. To, to coach to, tomorrow, I, I don't have anything to complain about. So, Jerome, well, this was a lot of fun. Uh, appreciate the time. Uh, best of luck uh, the remainder of the way here. And I know a big off season coming up too for for the Pistons. And glad you're with us. Uh, thank, thank you, Matt. Thanks for having me. Jerome Allen uh, with us here, the Pistons assistant coach, joining us on. Pistons pod right here at Pistons.com brought to you by Uptime Energy Drink. We're back again to wrap up the season next week.